What's your favorite James Bond movie? Goldeneye. Of all time? No, in the last 20 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I feel like it really changes the answer. If you said in the last 15 years, I would say... Casino Royale. We're going to do a warm-up shot. But, because you said all time... I don't know if Goldeneye would be my favorite. From Russia with Love. I had to see that one. The first modern Bond film. Take that. Cheers. What's your favorite uh, then, huh? Uh, probably Spectre. Really? Favorite? Yeah. Of all time? Yeah, I think so. Have you seen more than one? Hmm. <laughs> well, no, ma- no, 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 no. Skyfall. Skyfall. I would have to say either... Okay. Mm. That's, that's a good pick. I do like Skyfall a lot. It's either Goldfinger or Thunderball. Oh, it's cool. I like it. Thunderball, uh, I do really enjoy. It's one of the first ones top. I saw besides... Dr. No was the first one I saw. Thunderball's definitely top five for me. I will say top five there. I have to go vintage, but I, I really I'm a very big Sean Connery fan when it comes to James Bond. That's why I like from Russia with Love. I feel like you get Sean Connery, but you get modern filmmaking. Yeah, as well. If I, you could pick one actress to be a Bond girl, who would it be, and why is it Lizzo? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously. I don't think they make body armor it's that Lizzo big. because. Of, <laughs> Her voluptuous body. But if I had to pick one who is not Lizzo. Angelina Jolie. Okay. Margot Robbie. Megan Fox. I need more badass. Old school. Yeah. <laughs> Megan Fox now or Transformers Megan Fox? Transformers Megan Fox. Oh, Bob. come on. <laughs> like, prior to being tarnished by MGK. Also, did Transformers 2? MGK has a new cipher out, and honestly, it's pretty good. Oh yeah, I heard he's just really? saying, um, a cipher. So Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow. There's multiple people. I I don't think he knows multiple people, so so it's just a freestyle. I guess, yeah, just a freestyle. <laughs> the fact that he's rapping again does make me happy. Well, because was it because Jack Harlow said he's the best white guy since Eminem? Yeah, which isn't true. I don't barely know any of his songs. He's not even that. Huge. He's I, big, I, but he's not. Like to me, he's not that. He, he's he's as, big with the kids. Yeah, but he's, he's Eminem, a young Eminem's dude. big with Everybody. every age. But he group. said since Eminem. I've heard of stuff before. I've never been impressed. So for me, no, you're me like either. Mac I think, Miller. I think was better. Mac Miller. No, no Mac Miller got fan. big after he died. In my opinion, to like me, he got elevated to like elite status I, after he I died. I think he had some. Yeah, though he I was think, good. Though I he think you're good. right. I think what also kind of to me he got better. He was getting better before he died. Yeah, like he was I, becoming a better to me musical artist before he died. So that leans into why he became bigger after he died. Like, before when he first started, he was just like, I f*** you, bitch, and then I smoked this blunt. <laughs> yeah. Like, in the beginning, kind of like that that stoner guy, you know, in high school mm-hmm. that says he's going to be a rap artist, and you're just like, God, you're Yeah, whatever, terrible. man. Just, just please stop. <laughs> he, he was becoming a better musician before he died. I don't know if he was becoming a better rapper, though. If we're going just bar for bar. I just don't think there's think any white rapper out there that's even close to it. Honestly, even number early two, on Eminem, Eminem status. Number two for me would be Asher. I think Asher Roth had the best version of a Millie. Hot take. I don't know You're the hot take me. guy here. <laughs> that's you. That's why they call him Hot Take Jimbo. Hot Take Jimbo. Cheers. 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 And there's four constants in life. Death. Taxes. Chris Paul getting eliminated from the playoffs, and a weekly episode of Thurston 10. <laughs> it's Thurston hey. 10. And it's a Trentisode. Woo!
What's up? We got Trenton, we got Marcus, myself, I'm Jimmy. Follow us on Twitter at Thurston1069. And anyway, speaking of NBA playoffs, who do you want to win? So for me, it happens because it's like process of elimination. Like I don't want Boston. I don't really want the Sixers. Sixers, yeah. Mm-mm. Really don't want Game Seven on Sunday. I really think. don't want Jimmy Butler. So really, no one in the East at all. Not the Knicks. Knicks are still alive, unless they I just got eliminated. No, uh, I don't I, know. I, I don't think the, the Knicks to me are inconsequential. Like I, I think Jimmy Butler is gonna get through that series. I gotta go the Nuggets. I kind of don't really want any other team to win, but I don't really love the Lakers. The Warriors, to me, everyone who likes the Warriors is a bandwagon fan. Like, no one who likes Warriors right now even knows who Baron Davis is, okay? I'm saying it. Hey, he was great for a short minute. That's what I'm saying. Well, let's give him a regular-sized minute. Okay. Elton Brand, Corey McGetty, before he was a buck. So I gotta go the Nuggets. I don't really like anybody else. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with that. I don't like the Lakers. Obviously not a LeBron fan. Tired of the Warriors. Uh, 76ers, Boston, obvious reasons. The Knicks won't make it that far, I don't think. And I don't like Jimmy Butler, even though he is a phenomenal player in this playoffs this year. But, yeah, Nuggets. Can I give you my worst-case scenario for me as a fan personally? Yeah. Please do. Boston, Miami, Eastern Conference Finals, and then Boston just decimates them. Just sweeps them in four. Honestly, I can see that happening, though. I can, too, and then I feel like everybody in Boston is going to be like, haha, Milwaukee really sucks. They lost to the Heat in five. We just kicked the shit out of the Heat. That's, like, my biggest fear. Now, in the West, yeah, I don't really want anybody other than the Nuggets. It's like Nuggets by default. Honestly, yeah. I really don't like any of these teams. Like, there's... No. Like, I'd be okay if maybe the Knicks won it, but there's no way they're winning the NBA championship this year. No way. I'd bet everything I own on that. I wouldn't be mad at seeing Jimmy Butler get swept. Fuck you, Jimmy. Because of how much he's a douche when he's good, you kind of want that karmatic experience. You know what I mean? You want that poetic justice. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? He, oh, this is my house and this and that. I wouldn't mind seeing him get, you know, having to sad face himself off the floor after a sweep. I'd rather him beat Boston in the Eastern Conference Finals and get swept by the Nuggets in the Finals. Okay. You know I'd what? rather take that. That way you yes. take out Boston out of the equation. And Miami has, I don't even know how they're surviving. They don't even have Hero and stuff. They, they, Oladipo's they, out. Yeah, yeah. They have so many people that are hurt and they're still killing it. Like, it's crazy. I just can't understand it. It's one of those weird. I mean, but the Knicks are also like not great. Remember when we were when we were? Hang on, you know it's gonna get rough. When we were back theorizing about who we wanted the Bucks to play in the second round, it was always the Knicks. Oh yeah, what a swept though. Or the first any round, we were like, yeah, you know. So it bothered me. It bothers me that the Knicks have taken Miami to Game Six, and we lost in five. Yeah, that bothers me. Too soon. Well, I blame Buderhosen for that terrible coaching. Well, you never have to blame him again. Yeah, he, thank he's God. Gone. Do so, you like that? Can I ask Trent real quick? Yeah. We never got your response. Do you like the firing? Yes. Who do you want next? Oh, there's really no good coaches out there, honestly. Nurse Nick? No. That, Frank that's, I think that would be terrible. Uh, 
I don't know about that either. Tyron Lue, is he out there? Nick Nurse would be terrible. Kawhi Leonard is the reason they won that championship. I thought you no were saying Kawhi Leonard is coach. That's that's how the Raptors won. It wasn't Nick Nurse. It wasn't anyone else. Okay. It was Kawhi Leonard. Becky Hammond. A lot I of mean, people are saying that's who they want. I mean, she went in the WNBA and won a title in her first year. And she, she was a good assistant coach, coach with Pop. But yeah. when he was gone and she coached, they weren't good. Like, they did not have a winning record with her. Like, they're worse than what they already were. I know we have an assistant coach that they're thinking about, but he's Charles looking. Charles Yeah, and uh, Miami's assistant coach, too. But they're both going for that Detroit uh, Pistons For me, coach. I, I kind of want those guys to get, get some experience for a team like Detroit and then maybe consider them for a job like the Bucks. So right now we'll go with the veteran guy, but. Yeah. Yeah, you got to get somebody who can win now. Honestly, like I think the only guy out there, unless like I know like a lot of people are saying Steve Kerr wants to leave Golden State. Really? I don't believe that. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he would leave. I think you get rid of Draymond Green and you get rid of Clay Thompson, and then you you keep what you have. Yeah, I mean, find another big man. Draymond's trash. He's been trash for the last five years. And Clay Thompson, I love him. I think he's a great player. But those injuries, they added up, and they did the damage for sure. Yeah, I, I just think it's got to be Nick Nurse at the end of the day. I don't like it, though. I just, I can't, I don't have any faith in that whatsoever. Like, don't get me wrong, I, I don't like Nick Nurse as a person. I think he's a douchey human being. What about as a meme character? As a meme character, he's fine. <laughs> but he does wear a Nick Nurse hat around, which wow. I know, like, that's kind of, like, the trendy thing. Like, Tom Brady will wear, like, his TB12 hat. Like, Nick Nurse wears, like, an NN hat. And I'm like, bro, you're the coach. You're right. Like, yeah, I mean, okay. that, that's kind of douchey. You're right. Like, you're right. Like, Tiger Woods do that, but he Tiger Woods. He gets paid to wear that hat. Yeah. yeah. You got to win some tiles here before you can gloat in front of everybody. And <laughs> well, do you think yeah. with his, how he is as a person, is he going to get along with Giannis, though? I think they'll get along great for, like, two, maybe three years. And then Giannis will get sick of them, and I mean, they'll run him out of town. That's as long as it. That's as long as it takes, maybe. I, and I think that's kind of like why I want Nick Nurse is that within three, four years, it's going to be like Jim Harbaugh on the 49ers almost, where like that I'm going to run the players into the ground style that works really well in college. But once you get to the pros and players have utility over their bodies and things like that, eventually like they'll just be like, get out of here, dude. I'm not running another lap. I kind of feel like that's how it would be with Nick Nurse, but the Bucks window is only going to be open for another two, three years anyway, If and it might be closing already. So. Yeah, well, some people might have to go after next season if that's uh, the case, or depending what they do in the offseason, I don't know. Well, speaking of players who might have to go, Bobby Portis had this very interesting tweet. Thank you to the Bucks organization, the city of Milwaukee, the best fans in the NBA, and most importantly, my family and friends for the love and support throughout the season. Although the season didn't end how we wanted, grateful to be able to play the game I love. A lot of people are saying that's like a goodbye tweet. Sounds like it. It sounded a little goodbye-ish. Maybe he's worried that he might be traded. Like, he doesn't know, but he's like, in the back of his head, he's like, there's a good chance since we didn't win that I'm think- probably gone. Could it be just damage control because they ended badly? Could it be damage control because he sucked against the Heat? Yeah, he was terrible. He wasn't even good at all. Like, not one game. And to be honest, it wasn't his best year either. 
He was fine. Like he was a he double was double guy. He was twelve points, like ten rebounds. He could have been six man. I thought, right? He could have been six man of the year, just, and but not in, not in the, that series, obviously. Yeah, but he was, he was awful against the Heat. He's been awful in other playoff series. Could he have played more in the Heat series though? Like over who though? Like, I mean, with the Heat, they go so yeah. small. Yeah, yeah, they they're Bam Adebayo and then like four guards. Because, like, Jimmy Butler's more of a two than a three, in my opinion. But every time I try to categorize Jimmy Butler... Yeah, he... don't say anything. <laughs> don't get too rash. <laughs> so, they're really like Adebayo, who's not that big. And then, like, four guards. It's hard to imagine Portis being able to D up anybody on Miami consistently. It really just feels like the Bucks weren't able to, like, overcome that. You know, like, Joe Ingles can't really D up smaller players. <sighs> Like, he can't D up anybody. Not really. No. Jay Crowder looks like he has concrete boots on. <laughs> <laughs> he was awful. Uh, do you think the Bucks trade Bobby Portis in the offseason? Usually when you get rid of a coach, you kind of get rid of a player or two. I mean, if I had an option, he'd probably be the one to go. Or like, Middleton. I think, I've been on the Middleton train. Get rid of Middleton train for like three years now. I think the You're Bucks, on the train? I've been on the train. I started the train You're station. You're the engineer? No, no. You and my dad have to fight over that one. <laughs> so someone's the engineer and someone's the... Conductor? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Your dad's smart, so you can be the engineer. I'll be the conductor. There you go. I'm decaptain now. I, I think the Bucks have three legitimate tradable pieces, unless they really want to blow it up. Bobby, Grayson, and Pat. All three of those guys are on controllable contracts. I think, like, one of Grayson and Pat, in my opinion, is going to be traded. Yes. But then it comes down to, do you want... And I'm figuring out how I want to word this. Word it, Daddy. Delicately. Yeah. you got to find the right words. Make it smooth. Bobby is like the Gnosis if he was more effective on the court. So, you know what I mean? Like, he, gives, he gets the crowd hyped up. He gets yeah. the players hyped up. But he yeah. can give you 14 and 10. I don't think the NAS is going to give you that, the number production, but he gives you that. Like when Bobby comes on and does anything, Bobby, Bobby, you know what I mean? Everyone in the building, even like, because the Bucks fans travel now, everyone's getting hyped up. Like he provides a spark that isn't. That not many have. Not numerical. Can I, can I give you, you my counter argument? Stat. So I'm going to say no, I don't want him to be traded. Yes. In game five, he got teed up. And I'm watching him get teed up as it happens. I'm like, Bobby, just shut up. Just shut up. Don't get teed up. Don't get teed up. And then sure enough, I'm not saying that was the turning point. But we could have used that point from the technical because the game went into overtime. There's always points in a game where like you could always nitpick. We could have used some made free throws too. Yeah, Giannis missed. He didn't even hit 50%. Oh, He didn't even hit 50%. He was like 12. I get what you're saying, but I'm also like, part of, Bo- part of why we love Bobby is the fire. But just so don't it's be kind stupid. Of, it's kind of hard to ask for the fire and then be mad when you get burned. You know what I'm saying? That's true. You can have all the fire, but if you're not winning titles, I don't want it. One title, right? I want, they got, they I got want a title. One, yeah. But and it does seem... One, one, two is to shut up the critics. That's what Giannis needs to do. He needs to win his second one. To shut up the critics. Trade Chris Middleton. Well, okay. That's the trade you need to do right now. Here's the problem with trading Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton is on a player option. Oh, so is, uh, yeah, but they're, the Bucks are also financially in a uh, pickle. 
So if the Bucks are going to trade Chris Middleton, it has to be a sign and trade. They can't just like trade him. Or he needs to opt into his contract with the Bucks and then get traded. At this point, I don't know what his trade value is. I feel like Chris Middleton is probably more valuable to the Bucks than what they would get back. Like I, I don't know what you're gonna get for Chris Middleton. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe somebody. I but mean, if anything, like you want to know what you're gonna get for Chris Middleton, you're gonna get like Kyrie Irving. If you're gonna get like a piece who can help you win. Well, I don't think I'd trade him for Kyrie Irving. That's why you trade him and uh, Pat or something like that. Give him a, like two, two or three players, maybe a pick. I know we have no second-round picks for the next 20 years, but that will sweeten the deal, and you can get someone pretty decent, someone that will, is more healthy and more efficient. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. If you can get like Luka Doncic for Chris Middleton and oh, Pat that, and Bobby, I mean, you do that every day of the week. That's my dream right there, but that's but Mark never going to happen. Mark Cuban isn't doing that unless Luka Doncic puts in a trade request and says, I only want to go to Milwaukee. You know? Yeah, that's not going to That's well, the only honestly, way that happens. If you think about it, it's not a bad idea. because For Luka, have... it's not a bad idea. For the Mavericks, it's, it's a terrible idea. I mean, you just got to give them all your picks. You got to just give all your picks up for that. We and don't even have picks. We have three picks in like the next like four years. Well, then... Uh, yeah, we're not getting anybody <laughs> good unless, you know, like somebody... Unless Damian Lillard or Luka Doncic puts in a trade request and says, just do me a favor. Just let me play with Giannis. That's all I want. Then uh, next season, whoever our coach is, they need to make Crowder very valuable. <laughs> they, he needs to be on the court a lot and doing stuff. Otherwise, what? he's a bust because what do we give up? Like six second round picks well, on this? He's definitely a bust. Crowder's a bust, but there's a there's a solid chance he could be back just because we can't sign anybody anyway. So it's better to bust twice. Was he on a, a one year deal? <laughs> uh, it was the last year of his contract. Was, yeah. Okay. I would out of the people you named, I would have to say I would most like Grayson. Grayson to be traded because to me, like I said, I, I said what I think Bobby provides. Pat is like Grayson, but better. I think Grayson's better. Well, he's more athletic. He's springier. Pat hit more than knockdown threes in the in the in the playoffs. Yeah. In the last series, in the last game, especially, dude, Pat was trying his. Dude, Pat was. He had like twenty seven points. He was going for rebounds. He was going for everything. That's true. Like steals. All around, he's better. I think he's just more athletic. Grayson looks a little like Joe on defense. I don't like that. So I'll be like. To me, he's the guy I would trade. I don't know what to do. Yeah, get. but the, the issue with that is we kind of threw Grayson out there like a lure, and no no one was biting during the trade time. So that's that's For the sure. only thing I'm kind of worried about. That I, is, like, I'm not sure what like, to get. His trade value might be really low, and we need something pretty decent. We can't get any. You're right. I think Pat's like Pat will get you more. You'd have to do two players. I think Grayson gets you more. Really? I think he's younger. Yeah, he's younger. He has a better a good coach. He has better stats, him. right? Like most teams okay. now rely on analytics. Grayson's a legitimate forty percent three point shooter, but Pat, you know, if it's Game Seven of the playoffs, who do I want to shoot the open corner three in the last minute? Pat or Grayson? Probably Pat. So I think Pat means more to the Bucks. Grayson probably means more on the trade market. Yeah, but I also see uh, Grayson seeing him in the playoffs again, and he's just hitting 10 threes 
against us and we're like you know that seems like a bucks thing every time someone gets traded they play against us they have like a game of their career and it's well, like well come on what? don't you want to like, i mean you yeah traded, but we don't want that <laughs> no but like if you got traded you'd be like i want to kick that team's ass that's true that's true extra motivation if the bucks can get a cheap legitimate number one a point card because drew holiday he needs to move to the like two. who I don't like. I don't have him? like a name. Would you take Chris Paul? <laughs> I know I shitted on him earlier <laughs> because I mean he's like Durant, your most... Durant's not even that good anymore. Oh sorry. We're doing a shot next time he taps my table. <laughs> All right, we're doing a shot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Trent, just tap the table. You can do a shot. There we go. Um, <laughs> I touched it. <laughs> and now you're not gonna do it where you can hear. Come on. <laughs> if you could trade Chris Middleton for Chris Paul, the Chris fight, would you do it? Chris Paul would be a one-year deal, and it'd have to be so a Middleton. So, yeah, would, I mean, honestly, why not? What do we have to lose at this point? Chris Paul, Drew but, Holiday, Grayson Allen, Giannis, and Brooke. So Drew's your two. Drew's my two. Two Holiday. Yeah. I think he can still like he can guard. I know like Jimmy Butler had a big series, but that's the NBA now. Like, like I, I don't think guard well, and a guy can still score. Like that's just the I don't way think, the game is. Like Jimmy Butler was talking all the shit in the world to Drew Holiday, but it's not like Drew Holiday was doing anything wrong. It's like you, no, you just, were feeling it, you were no. on fire, and you can't really, you can't punch a guy in the dick anymore. Yeah. Back in my day, you could punch a guy in the dick a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little Draymond. Yeah, that's his specialty. That's all he's really got now. Cheers. Cheers. Fuck! I think I'm. I think the shot talked me into it. I would trade Chris Middleton for Chris Paul. I mean, they're both injury prone, so you, you know they're both going to get hurt regardless of the season. Except one's 85 years old. So I'm going to go. No, I'm riding with Chris with the K. Trenton, Chris Paul or Chris Middleton? He right already now. said he's the conductor of the train. I mean, yeah, but um, honestly. I would have to keep Middleton because his shooting percentage is You're way better. You're keeping him now? Well, Chris Paul, like you said, is 97. I was just throwing it out there as a what if. All these train noises I put in here. <laughs> and by the time we come to the fucking railroad crossing, he doesn't even get on the train. He got one free ticket. He got one free pass. That's it. <laughs> you you ask me anyone else and we'll, we'll see where it goes. He's off the train. All right. Moving on. The Milwaukee Brewers. Are you concerned? I feel like they've lost like 84 out of their last 12 games. So I'm going to say yes, just so I can be the first one to say yes. <laughs> I'm going to say no. What? Ooh, okay. No Have a fight. No, because the Cardinals are trash, the Cubs are trash, and uh, what is it? You could name the rest of the team. <laughs> <laughs> the, was it the, the Pirates? The Pirates, yeah. Well, I mean, when's the last time they've... Been no, out they of started hot. And then who else am I missing? The Reds. The Reds. Yeah, they were. Were they? No, it was the Pirates that were hot in the yeah, beginning. The yeah, but they hot. lost like the last nine out of ten, or eleven, or something like that. It so now matter. they're they're like, okay, now we're the Reds. I think we still win the division, and okay. we get knocked out in the first okay. round. What you covered to me was the only reason to not be worried, and that's that the division sucks. That's still not a reason to not be worried. Like, one, I could still see us, like, you still got to be able to find it. You know? You got to be able to get it back. And I don't even know what it is right now. So I'm a little worried in that. And then I'm also worried in, like, 
If everyone's just a dogfight in our division, like, we get caught. If we win the division with like 85 wins or something ridiculous like that, which we very well might. You could. We could do that. You're still not a threat in the playoffs. No. like That's why I said we'd be out in the first round. And a lot of people, I know Buster Olney for ESPN wrote an article saying he thinks even if the Brewers are leading the division again, they're going to be sellers at the deadline just like last year. When they traded Josh Hader. I heard that too. And, like, I get it. Like, if we're not really a threat to win it all this year... That sounds terrifying. Then who do you trade? Well, Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff, Willie Adamas. Well, Burns is is gone after the season regardless. So, are you going to preemptively trade him? Right? No, I want to... I don't, I would. Me I, I want Corbin Burns to stay. I want him as long as I but can. He can go and get two hundred million dollars right now he if he will. wanted to. He no, will. not right now. Well, because no. you're going to trade him no matter what, and he's not going to sign. Yeah, he's going to wait until what is he this year and the year after? Yeah. yeah. So and then he'll get his Garrett Cole money after that. He'll, he'll be a Dodger or a Yankee or something. Garrett Cole. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's just, that's what I'm looking at for his type of money. I mean, yeah. Right? I mean, he's. I don't know how he's been pretty decent this season. Corbin, I, yeah, he's he been struggled. Good. He, he struggled, struggled for his standards. Time. See, that's the thing is like he's gonna want that money sooner because if he's struggling now, is he gonna struggle all season? Because if he continues on this and goes down a little bit, his worth is gonna. I don't down think it'll hurt that much. Honestly. I mean, either way, like he doesn't get to decide if he's traded. That's true. And. Like, we're not going to sell him if we can't get but, top dollar so my, for him. If, if the division's so bad, you have to hang on as long as you can on that decision, right? Or you just go... I say keep the team. I And just, if the if the division is trash, anyone that comes out of that division is losing in the first round. I don't care if it's Cardinals, But if we Cubs, keep Reds, our pitching, maybe we have a chance to surprise somebody. That like, is that's true. That's our best chance of, like... If you it's have a three out of five. If you have true. Burns, Woodruff, Peralta... Pitching games one, two, three, and then a Craig Council bullpen masterclass somehow in game four. Like you, Just a you class. could. I don't know if we have a master class left in us. Well, right I now. would start with Peralta game one and then put him Peralta in game, four. game one. I mean, he's pitching really Maybe good. Maybe on right form, now. like on form. I would guy put, right I now. put if he if he's still the top pitcher at that time. I put on game one and then game four. But either in way, case we go to game four. The Brewers, in my opinion, even if they pitch their dick off yeah. they're still three pieces away i think they're still two bullpen pieces away yeah. they need an eighth inning guy and a seventh inning guy no maybe like peter strezlecki is like just continues to really pitch well i think and also some that depth guy. would help guys like peter strezlecki like some yeah. depth and then they need a right hand bat like every time a left-hander comes up against the brewers we look like the school of the blind yeah where's mike we were those drunk goggles Mike Brasso. <laughs> I mean, do we have anyone in the minors that is looking potentially decent? That well, Jackson be- Cheerios in Double A. He is the number one overall prospect in all of baseball, so he will be up here probably next year. Yeah, I would. I would okay. try and give him till next year. Yeah, I don't think you want to like don't bring him up and let your season ride mm-hmm. on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially when it's kind of like how it's going, you know. You don't get the super fat roster in September anymore. Nope. Like, if they gave you the 40 or whatever, the giant expansion, then maybe, but (laughs) not anymore. No. I have faith in the starting pitching to figure it out. I think, like, once Woodruff gets back, that's going to be a big boost. 
Yeah. Uh, I think Burns is going to, at some point, figure out that cutter again. He's going to get a feel for it. Uh, Peralta, I think, is pitching really well. I do have faith in the starting pitching, and that is always the X factor in a playoff series. And if they do make the playoffs, just because of that, they will be dangerous. If they're all healthy. But somebody has to score the runs, and I'm a lot more concerned after the Buster Only article in which he said he thinks the Brewers are going to be sellers. Like, I get it. If you have a Jackson Churio, you really want to put as much talent as possible around him. So maybe that motivates you to sell in a weird way. But, like, if you if you can sell a Willie Adamas or something and get legitimate talent back at that same level, and you can try to build, like, a farm system like they had when they had, like, Fielder, Braun, Hardy, and Weeks all at the same time. Oh, man, good time. If you can build talent around Jackson Cherio at the AA level, but, I can see why they would be tempted, but that doesn't bode well for this year. No. Because I feel like you've already sold to me, okay, the average Brewer fan. You already sold me being competitive, which you are right now, okay, you especially because of the division, and we had a good start. There's no turning back now. Like, I don't want you to go back and, like, now we're trading for the future and prospects. Yeah. That would hurt. It would be it would be worse than, than last year in I... the hater trade. And I get that maybe there's more, like, the prognosis for the future might be better. Because you're like, okay, we're trading these guys for pieces. We're going to put them around Churio. I could see the strategy, but I'm still living in the now. I can I can agree with that, too. I don't think I don't think we should be a seller this year. I think no. we should keep what we have and go. We could probably make it out. If our pitchers stay healthy, our starting pitchers, we can probably make it out of the first round. After that, we'll see. Right. It's but baseball. I wouldn't I don't build around they can Cheerio. Make it out of the first round. But I wouldn't build around Cheerio until next season, Negative until you Jimmy. get him in there and see how we are until the All-Star break. I wouldn't start building around him until you see what the team's like. Okay, just picture this. Brewers, Braves in the first round or somebody. Now, I get it. If they win. Not again. No, no. If they win the division, <laughs> all right, then they're probably going to face a wild card team. Yeah. So if you assume the Braves are going to win the East and the Padres are going to win the West, I haven't really looked at the standings. But let's just say that's the case. You're either playing the Dodgers, who's going to be a wild card, or the Mets, or the Phillies, right? Those are probably going to be the three wild card teams. Like, there you go. <laughs> do you think they can beat any of those teams? Because I don't. If it's a series in April, we kick the shit out of the Mets, you know? Like, maybe the Mets, I don't know, maybe we just see the Mets and see red. That's I, not a good prognosis. I guess, I, like like you said, do I really think we'd win any of those? I think we could. Probably win. not, but there's always a chance. I mean, Corbin Burns could always light, lock him down. Yeah. Brandon Woodruff has a great game. And then Freddie Peralta pitches like he does. Yeah. But yeah, like, until it happens, like, I'm tired of being the punching bag in the playoffs, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm Like, that's what I don't want to see happen. I, I just don't, don't want could, us to be the punching bag. I don't know if we'll ever not. Yeah, you well, know, with this ownership we lost the World Series a couple years ago. Lost, I mean, you're right on that, but it's like with the spending, like you're kind of going to be the punching bag when you get there, right? You're asking for that. With well, this ownership group, they will be the punching bag. Right, because the rest of the teams you named were the, what was the Phillies, Dodgers? Mets. Mets, Mets are so scary like the when most. When you get into the a series, you're talking about all just... I think we can beat the Phillies. I don't. I think the Mets are the biggest threat. Dude, with a healthy Bryce Harper... And Schwarber? 
Yeah, they're still and not Real that Muto? great. Like, they, they, they have all that money, but they're not even that they're great. Pretty, man. They're in the World Series last year. Trust yeah, me, but I don't this, like se- the Phillies. The, this season, they're not the as good. The reason I don't like the Phillies is because everyone played them off as an underdog. And they're like, okay, Harper, Schwarber, Real Muto, Castellanos. Like, dude, come on. That's because their first year was team. disappointing. Though. And then, like, the pitchers, too. They ton of money. So, no, they're all big money teams. And now they're starting to, they, you splash your money enough. Like, you get it right sometimes, so mm-hmm. we're always going to be the... Let's the be op- Let's be optimistic for a second. Okay. Who is the T-Rex Pennebaker of the Brewers? The best player on the Brewers. The best player on the Brewers. Now, we generally... This is a hitting award, because T-Rex Pennebaker was, I think, the best hitter in baseball in Mr. 3000 mm. in that movie. So, my T-Rex Pennebaker is... William Contreras to me is the T Rex Pennebaker on the Brewers. 274. That's a really high number. Don't even know what that means. And at three home runs, he's got some pop. I like his approach at the plate. He can take it to all fields. I'm going to go William Contreras for me. Trenton, who is the best player on the Brewers? I usually don't go with the bandwagon shit, but I'm going to say Owen Miller. I'm sorry, he's batting like 296, man. He's got a bunch... He's, he, That's a big number. Like, he's got, like, the best batting average on the team. And that means on base percentage. And that's what matters. If you ever seen Moneyball, it's all about getting on base. It's not about hitting home runs. Brad Pitt said that. He's absolutely right. Fun Great. fact about Moneyball, uh, Brad Pitt hates the game of baseball. Really? Can't stand it. Then why never been to a game in his whole life? Apparently, what? How's that even possible? Is he a sports guy? That's like never having milk in your life. Yeah, I don't know if he's a sports guy. I I don't know if he's like a football fan. Like now that I think about it, like you see like celebrities at sporting events all the time. I can't think of a time I've ever seen Brad Pitt at a. a, He doesn't seem like a sports guy. At a. He's like he's like I just got you know I'm on the beach. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on the record here saying that if you ever meet a guy that doesn't like any sports, that's not a man. <laughs> okay? That is not a man. That's oh, a God. we don't even that's not even a boy. Because when I was a boy, I love sports. So I, I don't know I don't even know what you call that. So I'm just saying that Brad Pitt, you're not a man if you don't like sports. I don't know yet. Uh I will also go with the Fredonia freak. <laughs> Owen Miller. Trademark. He hit his first home run tonight, and that's when I knew. Also, I feel like whoever <laughs> yes, I Peter. say is T-Rex Pennebaker, I feel like they suck right after. <laughs> uh, who did I say? Brian Anderson. <laughs> and then I said somebody else. Maybe it was Bryce Trang. We've only done one, actually. We've only done one. Okay. Uh, I, was, I think I was planning on saying Bryce Trang, and I feel like the thought of me thinking it. <laughs> Just killed Bryce Terang, too. Like, nope. So, honestly, Owen, we're sorry? Or maybe or maybe I think I also thought of Garrett Mitchell, and Stop then his shoulder, players. his shoulder exploded. Don't. Stop. Don't think of anybody. You can't, can't. Don't say those things. Owen, we're sorry. You don't say that. So, the best player on the Brewers is Nolan Arenado. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In the name of time, let's move on. The NFL released the Packers' schedule. Early, too, before everyone else's. Uh, any hot takes on the schedule? I'll give you mine. They have two Thursday games. That sucks. 
And then... Uh, they have actually a lot of primetime games. They open up with the Bears. I'm very happy that they're letting the Bears meet their new owner week one. I think mm, that's mm, very kind mm. and generous of the NFL. I still think the Packers are going to own the Bears, honestly. But the Packers are going to be third in their division. It's going to go Lions, third. Lions, what? Vikings, Packers, Bears. Oh, my. Somebody here doesn't like the Packers. These are facts. But, no, I'll be realistic. I think the Packers, honestly, they're young, and they has, they look like they have some pretty good talent. So, honestly, I think in, like, two, three years, they're going to be right back up there again. I But we'll see. I'm not a – don't have a lot of faith in Jordan Love because he only had one game he played, and one game doesn't define a player. So, we're going to see. Because him beating the Bears is a huge step, and if he doesn't beat the Bears, then you better start questioning it because the Bears are not that good. I think the Bears is a great start, right? That's uh, a the Bears good test. Still set. The midterm yeah. is never as tough as the final. You want to get progressively more difficult, I think. So let us start with the worst team in the NFL, the Chicago Bears. <laughs> they were the number one overall pick, and then they traded it. So Yeah, to Houston, I believe. Uh, no, the Carolina Kittens. Oh, yeah, they're still going to be terrible. They won't even be 500. I'll put money on that one. Sorry, Jesse, but they're terrible. <laughs> hey, the Bryce Young experience started. He probably <laughs> won't put money on that either. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah, that, that, that would be, a, it'll be interesting this year. It's a lot of shakeups. Now, the Thanksgiving game, is that good or bad? Do you like them playing on Thanksgiving? Honestly, no. It's early, 11.30. I don't want any distraction from my food on Thanksgiving. <laughs> I like having games that I can just not give a shit about and nap on. Like, give me Lions Bears. Yeah, why aren't the Lions playing? The Lions have been playing on Thanksgiving. They are. We're playing Packers oh, Lions. Packers okay. Lions. I was about to say, they've been playing on Thanksgiving for the second, second longest time in NFL history. Yeah, that's very interesting. Uh, the Packers haven't played on Thanksgiving in a few years. A few years ago they did. Uh, I don't remember how that went, but it is weird. Um, I don't like any – usually the early game is the worst game, but honestly that might be a really good game. We'll see. The Lions are a trendy pick to win the NFC North. I mean, they they blew expectations last year, but they have a lot of – And they didn't even make the playoffs. So, to me, that tells you all you need to know about the Lions. But they did beat Aaron Rodgers at the end. And now they have expectations, though. Fun fact – the Lions beat Aaron Rodgers on his last day as a Packer, and they also beat Brett Favre on the last day as a Packer, and the score was the exact same. Brett Favre's last day as a Packer was against the Giants. Lies. Are you just making shit up now? No, that I, I thought I, I like <laughs> it was in the playoffs. I remember playoffs. It. No regular season game. Oh well, whatever. Well, Rodgers didn't make the playoffs. Hey, Favre too did. soon, buddy. So you know, watch it, Mister <clears throat> Cowboy. Just saying, shit. regular season. Now, Trent, I'm gonna put you on the spot. Oh yeah. man, okay, let's do it. We're doing the it Packer, live. The Packers have two Thursday games. Yeah. The Cowboys always have two Thursday games. They do. Do you think that has any impact on the? On the final record, do you think it's harder? Well, usually when the Cowboys do it, they do back to back. Like they'll do Thanksgiving, they'll, they'll usually do the following Thursday. I personally am not a fan of that. I rather do Thursday and then we'll play Sunday. Honestly, the Cowboys usually lose on Thanksgiving in the recent past years, and the following Thursday they destroy the next team. But I, I don't know. I mean, I, you just gotta you have to play whatever they give you. Like, it sucks, but, like, I, I'm not a fan of it. I'd rather, like I said, on Sunday, 
but it, it's it's not gonna be easy. All right, Marcus, I'm gonna put you on the spot. You normally do. Jacksonville is playing back-to-back games in London. Oh yeah. Now are. normally, <laughs> so they're diehard Jacksonville fans in England, by the way. Like they they love Jacksonville. This That's is, all they know. This is clearly a test run to yeah. see if a so. team can make it in London to yes. see how the travel is, to see how everything else is. I'm assuming that Jacksonville is going to stay in the AFC South, mm-hmm. even if they permanently move to London, which means you're going to have to make a yearly trip going forward as a Colts fan. It would suck. I just don't think, Are I, you mad about that? I don't think a team should move to London. It's too far away for anybody's travel, for their travel, for the away team's travel. Everyone's going to be mad when they have to go there and don't get a bye week and this and that, how far they go. If, you know, Seattle has to go to London and then play in Seattle the next week, whatever. Or I think it's too silly just because Jacksonville sucks and they don't get a lot of fans. Mm-hmm. Like, move them to a place in America if you have to move them. Yeah. Like, don't make it in a, pain, a pain in the ass for everybody. The times are going to have to be weird and the times that they can play there, they're always going to have to be earlier probably, right? You would have to Theoretically, do if you want the fans to be there. They, so, I, I don't I don't like it at all. They would have to play Thursday night and for the other teams to travel just to get over that jet lag. I mean, imagine if but you're Thursday, Jacksonville and you have like, to travel they, to they, Seattle. They, they have to play in the afternoon. Because, like, oh, 12, yeah. 1 o'clock is 7 o'clock there or whatever, give or take, depending on when. So, it's like, they always have to play at noon 1-ish. Yeah, time for their you know especially when they're home otherwise you're gonna be playing at some weird time or three sometimes they do i'm thinking about when the soccer starts are mm-hmm. so like the three for us ish for like the champions league games are like a late start there but yeah that's no to me it's it's too dumb the problem could be solved on moving the team to america i think there are cities here that uh could probably support a team uh, instead, and it would just be a pain in the ass for everybody. So no. It's definitely a no for me, dog. Mm-hmm. I agree. The time zone difference and everything—it just wouldn't work. You can't. What is that? They're six hours ahead or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just not Apparently. gonna work. Hey, can you pull up the Packers schedule one more time? The old Packers schedule. Okay, so let's do a quick breakdown. Can you scroll to the top? Uh, Packers, Bears, Packers win. Packers, Falcons, they win. Saints, yep. they win. Now Lions are gonna be tough. Raiders Wait, suck. Wait, do they win the Saints? Uh, yeah, they they beat the Saints. Lions. Uh, Lions are gonna be tough. I'm not trying to go game by game, but okay. it looks like Lions. the first like six weeks, they could very easily go five and one, and then it gets exponentially harder after that. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Except and then, you know, they got the Vikings, the Rams with Matthew Stafford. You never know. Uh, Steelers, you never know what you're going to get. Chargers with Justin Herbert, they're going to be really good. You never good. know what you're going to get. Lions, Chiefs, can you scroll down? Uh, Giants, they beat us last year. Buccaneers are probably going to suck. Yeah. Panthers are probably going to suck. Yeah. Vikings, I don't know. Like, I feel like two years ago, the NFC East was terrible. And then, like, last year, the NFC East was, like, the greatest division. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you don't want to put too much stock into, like, last year's records. But, god damn, that looks like an easy schedule to me. Easy? 
It looks so easy. For the most part, it's actually If not Jordan that Love good. is just an above average quarterback, I like they could very easily to go me, 10 of, and 7. We don't really know how easy the easiest game out of the division is the Bears. We don't know how easy that's going to be. The Lions and the Vikings could be tough. Well, that's what I said. Like you don't know how much teams are going to improve. I mean, you are right in that like Raiders, Broncos, that's easy. The the AFC West was supposed to be the best division last year, right? Yeah, and it like did they not. were like they got Russell Wilson, Devontae Adams, and Derek Carr is going to be deadly. Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert's coming into his own. And then the AFC West like might have been the worst division last year. But oh, that, for sure. Other than the AFC South, and we just don't talk about them. Okay, uh, you know they got good draft picks. But for me, it's Chargers. First of all, you never know what you're going to get. Very dynamic. Oh, they're with Herbert. Yeah, that defense is, like, can be really good. They would like fall asleep for like half the game, but then go crazy. Like, oh wait, we got to play. <laughs> for 40, Forty nine to forty five. And then the Chiefs, man. Um, yeah, we already know the answer. Never want to play them. No. We should uh, get rich and go to the Packers Raiders game in Vegas. That would be a. An amazing game. Who is their starting quarterback this year? Jimmy G. Yeah. Oh yeah, old uh, Jimmy, Jimmy G. Garoppolo, bro. Yeah. How how long do you think Jimmy G is going to be starting quarterback for the Raiders? One year. Eight weeks. No, I mean like in the season. You think he's going to make it a whole season? Yeah, he'll start? make it the whole season. I give him five. I said eight before weeks. he gets five. hurt. Five before he gets five hurt. minutes. Five weeks. I bet you five years. I bet I don't you know. five. 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 Uh, yeah, no, I said eight weeks because I think he'll probably get hurt. I think he'll make it the whole I year. I think the Packers will hurt him. <laughs> All right. Well, if, if we happen to get wealthy, uh, we should go to that game. It would be fun. We'd get drunk. Yes, and gamble. And that's part of getting wealthy. You can bet on that. Because we're going to put our money on the Packers to win, and we're going to win. <laughs> All right. Funsies time. <laughs> if you could rank... The five greatest wrestling intros, walkouts, songs, all of the above. Just give me your five greatest wrestler entrances. I can go first unless somebody else wants to. Is this in order or just by the top five? I'm going to go five through one. Okay. I like that. I like that. So number five, give me John Cena. Classic. No, okay, before I go further, let me tell you what I disqualified from making my list. I had two things that would disqualify you, caveats, whatever. If you had a song that was already popular before you used it, a la CM Punk, Mm -hmm. you were disqualified from my list. I agree with that. The other thing that I disqualified you for, I know this one's going to be much more controversial. If you take too long to walk out to the ring, what? Like the Undertaker, you look like an old grandma walking through the grocery store. Well, just get in the just... damn ring, okay? Dude, it's grandma... all about the pageantry. It's, okay. it's, it's the part cool? of the show. Okay. Anyway, number five, John Cena. Number four, give me Seth Rollins. When the whole crowd gets into it, I think that's a good walkout song. Like the song is a lot of what makes him good. I feel like it's just an easy out. Give me. Just find an easy word people can easily sing to, and that's it. Well, right. Well, then everybody. And he's luckily he's a Then good everybody wrestler. should do that. Number three, give me Y2J Chris Jericho. Mm. Break the walls down. That is a great one. Uh, number two, 
the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. Oh, oh that's He's a, cool. a sexy boy. Yeah, wow. And number one, the greatest walkout entrance, D-Generation X. Wow. I like those last couple, man. Now you're making me sit here like, did I pick the right top five at this point? Yeah. Do I have to change things? It was something. I, I like some I like some of them. Some of them were good. Some, some of them were wrong. <laughs> All right, Marcus. Like, huh. your whole diatribe on The Undertaker, wrong. Part, part of the entrance is the magnificent. You want to know? It's and part of the okay. theme. Okay. It's the aura no. that gets your goosebumps going. Let me, de- let me defend my point for a little bit. When I watch WrestleMania, like, if I don't watch it live, or if I watch any, like, WWE pay-per-view, mm-hmm. and, like, The Undertaker comes out, I'll watch, like, the first minute of his walkout, and then, like, I fast-forward through five minutes, and I don't miss anything. Well, ever that gives you time to to go to the bathroom, grab a beer. If you know you're it's going not to the bathroom through his walkout, it's not a good walkout. That's because you're not there live, and you need to feel. That's when you have you no said, choice of being there. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, oh my god, you like, feel those goosebumps. You hear that, that you hear that first dong, and it's like, ooh, shit. No, get, get get in the ring and wrestle. You never forget <laughs> your first dong. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Having whoa, 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 like your Seth Rollins song, it's cheating. It's cheating. It's called the Millennial Whoop. You can Google it if you want. It's a series of chords that's easily to repeat. And so, like, you people want to sing along to it. So it's like, then Seth Rollins Why doesn't good everybody do that? Because to me, then you play it out. Yeah, you know? It, you like, you can only the use your, your cheat theme. code so many times. Otherwise, it isn't a cheat code anymore. Unless it's Grand Theft Auto. And to me, it's like Seth Rollins is good enough. He doesn't need a whoa, whoa, whoa. But anyways, I'm going to say my number five walkout song. Or I guess whole walkout, but to me, it's mostly because of the song. Number five for me is Mark Henry. Somebody's going to get the ass whooped by 3-6 Mafia. Because I like when they get... Like, you don't use a song that's popular, but you get a popular person to make your song. That's pretty badass. So I'm going to say number five for me, that one, Three Six Mafia. Number four, I'm going to go old school, and it's Ric Flair, 2001. That's a classic. Space Odyssey. For me, that one kind of like, back in the day, entrances were a little bit of an afterthought. And so I feel like that one was like still memorable, even though no one really gave too much fucks about uh, a walkout. Number three, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go way outside of it. Not a lot of tag teams in here. I'm gonna say the New Day. Okay. I don't care which member, which two members, but when you get the trombone and the whole crowd and the, you know the everyone does the clap. Now to me, there are more notes on the trombone. You could critique, you know, Xavier Woods's brass ability, but it, to me, it's a great entrance. Everyone gets going. Number two. A Triple H. No. Wow. He would, yeah, ooh, I like that one. Triple Wrong H. twice. I like that one a lot. Triple H. Okay, Millennial Whoop. <laughs> Triple H, I'm thinking of, um, do you want to play the game? Motorhead. And it's green, yeah. and he spits water like normally. I don't think it's cool if you spit on people, but in that case, somehow it's cool. And number one, the greatest entrance of all time. It could be 57 minutes long. And he could crawl out. 
boom. It's the Undertaker. Okay? <laughs> when you hear the first dong. Dude, the dong just like, oh, it's getting real. You never forget the first dong. It's the fear in the opponent's eyes that really gets it yeah. going after You want to know what the best part about the Undertaker is? Is when you hear, like, the gong. And then it goes black. And then, like, when the lights turn back on, he's ready in the mm. ring. Yeah. Because then you didn't have to watch him walk for 20 minutes. You got to enjoy. Yeah. You're just too impatient. Yeah. You know, you're, you, you, you millennial whoop and you young people nowadays, <laughs> you just don't want suspense. You, you got no patience like now, these young kids. Now, now. <laughs> you got to work for it, Jimmy. You got to work for his, yeah. his win. All right, Trenton, you're up. All right, top five. Well, I really went back and forth with five a lot. Um, oh, man. I even with, I'm going to have to go with Chris Jericho as number five. Which one? Um, I'm going to go with Break the Walls. There you go. That's um, the best one. I'm also picking him over because his new song is good as well. But I will say this Triple H was a very close five. That was a battle I was trying to figure out. Number four, I'm going old school, patriotic. I'm going Hulk Hogan. I'm a real American. Hey, people were taking their vitamins back in the 80s. They were Hulkamaniacs, you know. We don't talk about later what happened in his life, but, uh, you know. Back in the 80s, man, that was prime time. <laughs> Number three, I'm going to have to go with Ric Flair. The, uh, the coats, the ladies, the hair, the woo, the music, the lights. It was, it was all perfect. Mm -hmm. And then for number two, Stone Cold Steve Austin. When that glass broke. Yeah, I was looking for something to break in your basement, bro. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh shit, I do have a glass As a kid and you're sitting there and you want Stone Cold Steve Austin to come beat up somebody and all of a sudden that glass breaks, the crowd is electric. It's crazy. Great. It's a great entrance. Um, and for number one, I'm going to have to agree with Marcus, Undertaker. Wrong. It, it, come You're on, wrong. man. He, the lights go out. He's got druids with the, the torches, man. He's walking slow. He pulls the hat off. The eyes go behind his head. Like, that doesn't, that first dong doesn't give you chills down your spine first of excitement dong is the or deepest. fear. Come on. Two-thirds vote, buddy. You're wrong. He's got the best dong in the business. <laughs> you can't argue that one. Really you does. tell me some, who else has a dong in the business. All right. Well, this has been another excellent episode of Thurston 10. Follow us on Twitter at Thurston1069. Like and subscribe on YouTube, Spotify. Listen on iHeart, Google, Am Apple, Amazon. It's been Thurston 10. Keep it real. Peace. Let's go ads. Cheers. Way up firm and high. Out there's the cornfields where the woods got heaven. T-Rex Pennebaker, 404 feet. Who is that then? Owen Miller. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to Let's go, stars. Fuck you. <laughs> Edit it out. No, that's not even on here. <laughs> Come on, dude. You little bitch. It's two to one. I like that. Uh, yeah, I just saw. <laughs> Woo! In the summertime.